Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, gripping testimony. We have been failed, and we deserve answers. Four of the country's top gymnasts testify on Capitol Hill, detailing their sexual abuse and how the FBI mishandled that investigation. I'm very disappointing that nobody from the Department of Justice came. It just, to me, sends a message that um, they didn't think that it was worth their time, which is really concerning. What Ali Raisman told us this morning. Then, searching for answers, authorities working around the clock to find 22-year-old Gabby Petito after she disappeared on a cross-country road trip. We love her very much. We miss her and we want her to come home. Police now naming her fiancé as a person of interest. We'll have the latest on the investigation. Plus, wage war, the growing debate over working from home versus the office. Many employers are revisiting their entire compensation scheme. Just ahead, how where you work can affect what you make. And not playing around, we will reveal the top contenders for this year's induction into the Toy Hall of Fame. So did your favorite make the cut? Today, Thursday, September 16th, 2021. Celebrating their 50th. Shout out to my friends and family in Chandler, Arizona. We're dining in Ruby's 10th birthday with the Today Show. Here to meet Savannah and Hoda on Abigail's birthday trip. Sisters trip to New York because Vicky's turning 60. Celebrating our 30th anniversary from Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm Evan and I'm celebrating my 11th birthday with my teammates on the Today Show. What time is it? <laughs> Love birthday. Happy, happy, honey. Uh, welcome back to today. We're happy that you're starting this Thursday morning with us. We got to say a couple of happy birthdays outside yes. when we scoot out there. All right, let's get our day started, our news at 8 o'clock. Olympic gymnasts who won gold for the U.S. are now asking Congress to punish FBI agents who failed to stop rampant abuse by their former team doctor. NBC's Ann Thompson joins us with more on the gymnasts' emotional testimony on Capitol Hill. Hey, Ann. Good morning, Hoda. The powerful and heartbreaking testimony of sexual abuse from four of the nation's top gymnasts shocked Capitol Hill. But even more disturbing was the failure of the FBI to take their claims seriously. A failure, the women say, allowed former team doctor Larry Nasser to abuse 70 more children. That is why for the gymnasts, including Simone Biles, words are not enough. They want the Justice Department to charge the two former agents who did nothing. And they want real answers to why the abuse was allowed to go on for so many years. Ali Raisman spoke to Savannah and Hoda this morning. In order for us to be confident this won't happen again, we need a full and complete independent investigation. And we need to look at how the FBI... USOPC and USA Gymnastics, um, the interplay among all three organizations, all three need to be investigated independently. 
So far, the Justice Department has declined to charge the two agents, even though an internal report shows they lied to investigators, a federal crime. The women hope the Senate Judiciary Committee can keep the pressure on so they can get the answers they all say they need. Hoda. All right. Ann Thompson for us there at the Capitol. And thank you. We turn now to the case of missing 22-year-old Gabby Petito, who never returned home from a cross-country road trip with her fiancé. And police are now naming him as a person of interest in the case. NBC's Aaron McLaughlin has the details for us this morning. Aaron, good morning. Good morning, Savannah. Police all across the country are searching for any clues related to Gabby's disappearance. Her devastated family says they haven't heard from her since late August. And now her fiance, Brian, is refusing to speak to police. What began as a summer road trip for a young couple seemingly in love, now ending in heartbreak. 22-year-old Gabby Petito is missing. But we love her very much. We miss her and we want her to come home. On Wednesday, police naming her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, as a person of interest. It doesn't appear to look good for him by any means. Authorities say Gabby was last known to be in Wyoming's Grand Teton National Park near Yellowstone in late August. The couple chronicled their cross-country adventure on social media. Brian's stretching, doing some morning yoga. Her last text to her mom reportedly saying no service in Yosemite, sent on August 30th. Although her mom claims she cannot be sure Gabby actually sent the text. Meanwhile, police say Brian made it back home to Florida on September 1st, and Gabby never did. Ten days later, Gabby's family reported her missing, and authorities recovered the couple's white transit van at Brian's home. Since we left New York, I've only set up my hammock once, and now we're all the way in Utah. According to a police report, the couple was also involved in a prior incident last month while in Utah. Officers say they responded to a report of a domestic problem, but later concluded the incident did not warrant any charges. So far, Florida police have not been able to talk to Brian. Anytime he wants to come speak uh, to the Northport Police Department, we're ready to go. Brian's attorney says his client was advised to remain silent, saying in a statement, the warning that any statement made will be used against you is true, regardless of whether my client had anything to do with Ms. Petito's disappearance. Do you think Brian knows where she is? It is my opinion that he knows where she is. She's missing and I got to find her and I'm not going to stop until we do. Gabby's family still clinging to hope. Along with the Northport Police, at least six additional law enforcement agencies, including the FBI and the National Park Service, are now involved in the investigation. Guys. All right, Aaron, thank you very much. 806 Now News is covered. Feels like we could use a Thursday boost. Let's go, let's go. All right, love at first sight can happen anywhere, even at the veterinarian's office. So a dog named Luffy was waiting his turn when he glanced over. And he saw a vision, a female dog on the next bench. Luffy oh my gosh, looked Luffy bashful, smiled. big smile. You saw the teeth. Look, let's go. Ah, yeah. Some say he was blushing. It's hard to tell. Either way, uh, Lucky, and he's got a bag. Luffy's got a bag. He's Lucky. in Luffy. Yeah. Wow. That's so nice. cute. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, when we come back, want more say in when and perhaps even where you work? How about more money? Vicky Wynn standing by because Vicky says it's all up for grabs as this pandemic forces companies to reevaluate how they operate. You want to hear the advice she's about to share with all of us right after this. 
When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed we're back now coming up on 8 13 with our special series the future of work yeah from employers to employees we're all trying to figure out the new workplace and that includes the perks and also of course the compensation nbc's investigative and consumer correspondent vicky Wen is here with some ways that you can navigate the constantly changing landscape hi vicky morning hi good morning to you well as the delta variant continues to surge many companies have delayed their return to work dates but one thing is still certain right now it is an employee market that means it's prime time to negotiate for what you need in terms of your quality of life and even your monetary compensation. This morning, we are helping you get what you want from your employer. It's hard to find a balance between work and home. I'm anxious returning to the office. I just don't know if I'm willing to go back to the office nine to five, full five days a week. Hybrid, remote, working in the office full time. Whatever the setup, many of us are doing some career soul searching. With this great reshuffle, People are really reevaluating what they want in life. Catherine Fisher is a career expert at LinkedIn. What do employees want right now? Flexibility. We have found that really one of the main factors that they're looking for in a new job is that flexibility. In fact, 89% of workers who are returning to the office say that flexibility to decide where they work is most important. And cities are taking note. Small towns across the country, from Tulsa to Topeka, and cities in northwest Arkansas, all offering up to $10,000 to lure remote workers to move. How specifically do you bring up this conversation with your boss so that it's successful? What you want to do is when you ask your boss, just as you're asking for flexibility, is that you're being flexible. Give examples of how productive you've been working remotely. If you can't work from home every day, ask to start with a few days and revisit the discussion. And if you're not in the office, participate in video conferences, keep in weekly contact with your boss and share your successes. Even if it's just texting, hey, I just closed this deal or I wanted to make sure you saw this, it's really important to stay top of mind. But choosing flexibility could come at a cost, a pay cut. Many employers are revisiting their entire compensation scheme. Johnny Taylor is president and CEO of the Society for Human Resource Management. What can they expect when it comes to compensation and perks? Many organizations are saying, just as we would give you a premium for moving to a more expensive market, we're going to reduce your pay to move to a less expensive market. Companies like Google, Twitter, and Facebook have been doing this for years, adjusting compensation depending on where an employee is based. Google telling employees who move to less expensive locations they may lose up to 25% of their salaries. 
Despite the potential cut, since June, 10,000 Google employees signed up to relocate. There are things that are happening to incentivize people to return to the office. The people who are working from home want to know what are their incentives or perks. Is it equal? Should it be? It's never going to be equal. And employers should be clear about that. There are pluses and minuses to both, coming to work or being allowed to work remotely. But Taylor says, don't stop asking for what you want and need. What are the top things employees are asking for? Dependent care, number one. And that's not just child care. It could also mean elder care for your parents. Secondly, flexibility. The traditional nine to five, five days a week gig, done. And finally, mental health and wellness coverage. They want to know that it's more than just their physical bodies that come to work, but their minds as well. What do you say to people who are skeptical, who think things are just going to go back, it's going to be business as usual, we won't see meaningful change? Well, we had a great reset, it was called the pandemic. Nothing will be the same post 2020. So we are now saying we've got to change and employers are embracing it because in a knowledge-based economy, you need people and you need engaged people. And Google told us their compensation packages have always been determined by location and that they pay at the top of the local market. Now, something to keep in mind, pay adjustments could also be based on a broader review of your circumstances as an employee. But right now, there really is a war for talent. While some companies are going to try to have you take a pay cut to relocate, you can and should negotiate. Just be polite and firm and ask for what you want. Mm, It's nice advice. It's an employee's market. I love that. But are there certain industries that are hiring more than others? Yes. According to the folks at LinkedIn, job postings for financial advisors, store associates, product designers, technical project managers, and tellers have had the greatest Mm. month-over-month increase. So those are jobs in high demand. But we're just coming up on the seasonal worker Mm -hmm. time, November to December, and Mm. we are hearing that they're going to need 350,000 employees in retail alone. Wow. And Salesforce is predicting the median hourly wage uh, is going to be up from $13 last year to $19. So it's a really good time to get out there. I do wonder about some of these companies, whether they're trying to use the adjustment and compensation to get folks back into Mm -hmm. the office. They're they're using all sorts of incentives. Mm -hmm. But what we heard in that piece, and I think is true, is if you work from home, don't expect to get the same perks that you would in the office and vice versa. They're two different animals. Yeah. Thank you, Vicki. All right, let's check on the weather with Miss Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Good morning again, guys. And taking a look across the country, we do have a chance of some stronger storms today, especially through the northern plains. Those will fire up this afternoon. Also, that flood threat down along the Gulf Coast with uh, the remnants of Nicholas still producing the potential for some uh, storms that could end up uh, really dumping about two to three inches of rain per hour. Texas, it is still very hot, still hot in the southwest with that fire risk continuing out west as well. And be sure to check us out on today's show radio, our Sirius XM channel. 108. All right, thank Great you, Dylan. Shows. You know what it's time for, as Mr. Ruffalo <laughs> Off the rails. Best time of the day. Favorite show ever. Hit it. Wow. We have a lot to get to today. <laughs> Lots of debate. I hope we have time for this. This is a pop start, friends, loaded with lists. Because who doesn't like a good list? I know you do. We're going to get to the top music songs in a minute. But first, we're going to start the 2021 finalists for the Toy Hall of Fame. That includes 12 special nominees. We've got board game classics like Battleship and Risk. To unconventional choices this year, like Sand. What? What? Sand is a toy now. Wait, is that the kind? Maybe next year Air will get a shot. (laughs) Pinata's also on that list. We've got a few potential Hall of Famers here, guys, right here. Uh, The uh, Cabbage Patch. Anybody have one of these? 1979. They each came with their own name and adoption papers. Does it smell like baby powder? Does it smell like baby powder is the question? The answer is 
is no. Yeah. Uh, Those sm- might be old. Smells like storage. Maybe these are old. Uh, <laughs> if it's a battle between the dolls, uh, who would win between the Cabbage Patch or the American Girl doll? Cabbage, Cabbage Patch. Patch. The American Girl doll launched in 86, yeah. 18 inches tall. The American Girls, they come with their own storybooks, too, exploring oh, yeah. different uh, time periods. This is Kristen from Where's mid-19th she? century America. Oh, she is? Yeah. Oh, I'm partial cool. to the Cabbage yeah, how about Patch. That? That's what we so, all about Kristen? Yeah. Plus, yeah. Cabbage Patch is a pretty Kristen's a good time. Football. Look at her. And last... <laughs> We have to mention the Fisher Price corn popper. Oh, Remember this thing? It's been oh, around that's this that's thing's old been around school. since 1957. Generations wow. of toddlers have been pushing this little lawnmower esque toy around the living room, bumping into walls uh, for many, many, many years. Cool. And then there's, then there's my, my iPhone. This, yes. to, this toy. <laughs> on the toy, the toy. <laughs> Only three of these guys are going to make it uh, into Strong's National Toy Hall of Fame this year. The honorees will be announced on May 4th. We're going to stay tuned. For that, All maybe right. Pop Stars should go live for that announcement. We should. I agree. Oh. Think do it. Ooh. Special oh, show, a very special Today Show. <laughs> All right, let's get into the big list that everybody's talking about this morning. Rolling Stone magazine, for the first time in 17 years, has released their definitive list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Oh. More than 250 artists, musicians, and pro- producers—they were the ones that were pulled. They created oh. this list. Write them letters, not us. Straight ahead, we got greatness in the house this morning. Eager to talk about the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali's daughter Rashida, and legendary filmmaker Ken Burns. There it is. Sharing a new look. At the icon's life and legacy. But first, this is today on NBC. And welcome back to today on this Thursday morning, Friday Eve. It is September 16th, 2021. And we're outside with the with the loud and fantastic crowd. This is an excited bunch. This is a great crowd. They're so lovely. Oh, gosh. And, guys, look who's waiting for us inside. This is just... It's just so lovely to have these folks here with one and only Ken Burns and Rashida Ali. They're going to share a sneak peek at Ken's new must-see series. It's all about one of the greatest icons of all time, Rashida's dad, Muhammad Ali. Plus, we are stepping up our Come With Us celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month. This morning, we're checking in with Telemundo's chef Alfredo Oropesa to get his recipes for a delicious menu of quesadillas Mm. and Mexican red rice. Coming up in just a few minutes, by the way, on the third hour, We're getting ready for another celebration. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, there are just 100 days now. My goodness. Until Christmas. 100 days until Christmas. We're going to celebrate. And there are already talk of toy shortages, higher shipping prices. So Vicky Wynn's going to come back. She's going to help us make sure that your family has a holly jolly holiday. And then tomorrow and today, what is exactly speed golf? We're going to see. We're going to find out, number one. Number two, we're going to see if Harry Smith can keep up with the new world record holder. How do you like that, Did he make it more than nines? Having played golf with Harry before, I can tell you. No. (laughs) No. How do you hold your beard, Carson, anyway. if you golf yeah, like right. that? You have to you get have one to of those hats the beard. with the yeah. beers in them. Your hands free. Let's get a check of the weather from Dylan. All right. And the weather uh, does look fantastic for a lot of folks going into the upcoming weekend, especially for the northeast, back through the Great Lakes, out west. It stays sunny and warm. We are going to see some much-needed rain in the Pacific Northwest on Friday, and we still have the flooding potential down along the Gulf Coast. More storms are still possible along the Gulf Coast on Saturday. That could produce some heavy rain, which could uh, lead to more flooding. Still dealing with some rain in the Pacific Northwest. Again, we need the rain out there, so I'm sure you guys are appreciating that. And plenty of sunshine up and down uh, the east coast from the mid-Atlantic up to Maine with temperatures in the 70s and 80s on Sunday. The middle of the country looks hot back up into the 90s, and we still have the chance of some flooding down along the Gulf Coast and more wet weather in the northwest. That's your latest forecast. Okay. Daily Mail TV is returning for its 
fifth season. And back is host, our good friend, our pal, Thomas Roberts. Good to see you again in person. It's so good to see all the... Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Don't you love that? Come on. It's so good to see you guys all in person. And Dylan's pregnant. Yes. Again. Yes. Always. It's amazing. But yeah, we are fired up for season five, and we got started off with Premier Week this week. We have an exclusive with Jake Paul today. Jake Paul's just 24 years old, but he's been part of our kind of everyday lexicon for the past decade is kind of this bad boy. Well, now he's in the ring. He's a good fighter. Yeah. He's a really wow. good fighter. And he is trying to get a little redemption tour going. We'll see what happens there. But then an old colleague of ours here at NBC that then went over to ABC and just left The View, Megan McCain. McCain. Yes. Oh, she's with you? She and is we, with us. Yeah. She gonna do she yeah. Yeah. Correspondent, right? interviews? That's what I'm conning her to do. Yes. yes. But she's going to be a columnist. Her column starts next week uh, on Daily Mail. But I'm going to convince her to come on with me as much as possible. But I got the first sit down with her to talk about what it's like to leave The View and the way that she did and what she wants to do next. And she is typically, uh, you know, straight from the hip. You know, yeah. She, she yeah. shoots straight from the hip. Yeah. And she is uh, authentically Megan as Megan ever was. But uh, she feels very free right now. That's what I'll say. She has the a preview. darling new baby, too. She does Liberty. Yeah. 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 Who's about to be one. I know. Yeah. The show certainly does have something for everyone. What else do you have coming up this season? Everything. It's like, the, Dylan, Everything. it's like the, the TV dinners when we were kids, right? So Ooh, we had the brownie, right? We had the meatloaf. The we Salisbury had the, steak. We have, yes, we got the vegetables yeah. and everything like that. And sometimes we do start with the dessert. We start with the brownie first. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. And then sometimes we start with the meatloaf. And, but we've got a lot of exclusives coming up, and we're coming out of the gate hot. It is season five, my second season back. Yes. So it's very exciting. And plus, I get to come and now see you guys in person. Come on, yes. Thomas. And by the way, we yeah. can't let you leave without commenting on how beautiful that suit is. That is a beautiful I tweeted suit. you I was going to wear the bluest thing I got. That is beautiful. Beautiful. And I came today. I you as, always bring it. As, a, as a Smurf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank Thomas, you, Thomas, thank you. By the way, folks, be sure to look out for Daily Mail TV. Just check your local listings. Thank you, Thomas. Coming up next, Ken Burns and Rashida Ali on The Greatest. Muhammad Ali and a legacy that extends far beyond the boxing ring. But first, this is Today on NBC. Woo! Welcome back. After four decades of documentaries covering some of history's most iconic figures and moments, acclaimed filmmaker Ken Burns is turning his attention to the greatest. Muhammad Ali mm. premieres Sunday on PBS. It is a four-part series dedicated to an expansive look at the legendary athlete and activist who died five years ago. Yeah, it, it aims a deeper understanding of a man whose journey that took him from growing up as Cassius Clay in Louisville, Kentucky, to making an impact in and out of the ring as Muhammad Ali. Ken Burns is with us now, along with one of the champ's daughters, featured in the documentary, the beautiful Rashida Ali. Actually, is this the first time you two have met in person? Yes. In Wait, person. what are you talking about? <laughs> so, so this is a film co-directed by Sarah Burns, my oldest daughter, and her husband, David McMahon. And Sarah did the interview with Rashida. But the second I saw her on film, I was just in love with her and felt this connection. She is the closest, I think, to having him still on this planet. Mm. You know, he said... Service to others is the rent you pay for your space in heaven. Mm. He's got the biggest suite, I know. And she has, carries the thing. And I, so we met today in the green room, and it's like... Imagine. You're seeing him, yeah, yeah. you could tell. Yeah, Ken, checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rashida, you said that boxing is just this, this much, a tiny yeah. part of your dad. And I think yeah. for a, a lot of people, they think of Muhammad Ali, and they think, obviously, boxing. Just elaborate on that a little bit. You know, my dad so eloquently told all of us that um, I'm bigger than boxing. Mm. 
And we all know that my dad used boxing as his platform to be able to create change and make a difference for all of us to live a better life. And he sacrificed so much of his time and, um, and his livelihood to be able to make sure that, that we uh, experienced freedoms. That, you know, he grew up in the South, so it was the Jim Crow time, and he faced racism. So um, he did a lot for all of us to be able to um, experience a, a freer world. You know, Ken, I, I, um, I watched the first almost two hours of it, and even for Ken Burns, this is an amazing piece <laughs> of work. And I've watched all of the Ali docs over the years, and even in the first 15 minutes, you learn things about Muhammad Ali that you didn't know, the relationship he had with his parents, how that shaped and molded him. For folks like myself and others who are watching uh, who love Muhammad Ali, what do you hope that they learn and get out of this that perhaps they haven't gotten out of other works about him? Well, you know, there are lots of really good films about Muhammad Ali, and I don't want to take away from any of them. They focus on a particular fighter a couple of years. Sarah and Dave and I wanted to do a comprehensive look. So I think it's the deep dive that we're able to do. And you begin to realize he touches every single issue in the late half of the 20th century, and they're issues we're dealing with today, race, faith, religion, civil rights, the role of sports. And so it becomes a story, I think, about freedom. It's very difficult for a black person to escape the specific gravity of the injustices that are visited on black people in America. But it's also about courage in the ring, but also out of it, the kind of stances he took that jeopardized his career. He was out of service for three and a half years at the height of that career. And most of all, it's about love. That's why Rashida says it's this much, because this guy dies the most beloved person on his planet. And that doesn't come from, we always say he was so divisive. He wasn't divisive. We were divisive. We treated his opposition to the war in Vietnam as a political middle finger to the U.S., uh, and it wasn't. It was a faith-based decision. It was didn't have anything to do with And that with trajectory that. in and of itself, though, is fascinating to go from someone who was, you know, hated by some segments of popular society to the most beloved icon and legend, not just in sports, but in our culture. Rashida, though, he's your dad. Mm-hmm. He's dad. And when you, when you watched it, were there things that you learned or insights that you found? Yeah. I know when you, when you lose a father, it's, mm-hmm. to learn something new yeah. is so precious. It's like gold. It, yeah, it was. So first of all, watching it, uh, it was like binge watching my favorite show because it was long. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is eight hours. I'm going to take a weekend. But it was like watching a movie where you're rooting for the main character to win. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I told Ken afterwards, I texted him, I was like, I've experienced every single emotion like imaginable. I was mm-hmm. crying. I was laughing. I was excited. I was... I had anxiety because of, you know, with, with the whole, you know, against the, the Supreme Court and I, memory started to come back. There was a lot of footage about um, my family, personal family footage I've never seen before. Mm, wow. So the footage of, you know, daddy's talking to me. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's holding like, her and saying, he's holding me saying, your daddy, don't, do you know your daddy is the baddest <laughs> man? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, that's. Me, I was like, I've never seen that before. Wow. Kate, you're amazing, and you know, a lot of the dyma- dynamic between my grandparents, you know, Mama Bird and Papa Cash, and my dad. I didn't know the details about that relationship because I just know them as Grandpa and Granddad, yeah. Papa Cash and Mama Bird. Mm-hmm. And so, watching, you know, their you know relationship unfold on camera, that, that was very interesting to watch as well. And then, you know, again, you, you can't. Um, dismiss the fact that my dad was so generous with his time and mm. so loving and caring 
And he really pretty much was very um, forgiving of yep. all the people, those who didn't really have the best intentions. Yep. Um, he forgave every single person, so yeah. he kind of reminded you of how kind-spirited he was. We should point out, though, this is warts and all. Yeah, this, no, this warts and all. This is not just... And he, yeah. the, the thing that's so great in his trajectory is that he saw he was not faithful to his wives. He used the language of a white racist would use against his black opponents, yes. particularly Joe Frazier, mm-hmm. and he abandoned, as a very young man, his mentor and dear friend Malcolm X as he was kicked out of the nation of Islam and it was all things he not only regretted but he worked in the last part of his life to repair and I think one of the things that's different is that we don't shy away of of opening up Mm -hmm. that last life when he's no longer talking he no longer has the jokes he no longer has the quips he's still changing the world like when he calls a press conference in the 60s uh, as my son-in-law David McMahon said the co-director you know the sports world in America stopped Mm -hmm. when he visited Pakistan or, or Indonesia or Saudi Arabia the entire country mm. stopped. You know what? We need That's eight hours effect. for yeah. this segment because yeah. we could just talk about it. But the documentary is worth your time, thank Ken. You. As always, thank you, Rashida. What a pleasure. Mm. What a delight to meet you. Thank you for being here. Thanks we really appreciate us. it. And again, Muhammad Ali premieres Sunday night on PBS. That's beautiful. All right, coming up next, our celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month. Come with us as we check in with Telemundo's Chef O sharing a treasured family recipe that's sure to make its way onto your weekday rotation. Coming up. But first, this is today on NBC. Come with us. Hispanic Heritage Month is sponsored by Unilever. Nos inspiras tú. And we are back with a special edition of, excuse me, a special Come With Us edition of Today Food as we honor Hispanic Heritage Month. That's right. This morning we are celebrating with expert chef and best-selling author Alfredo Orpeza, who's coming to us, by the way, from the set of Hoy Dia on our sister network Telemundo. Oh, Chef O, we're excited to hear about your special recipe, uh, not only in celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, but also because today marks... Mexican Independence Day. Buenos dias, Chefo. How are you? <laughs> Buenos dias. I'm great. Hello and welcome to my kitchen. Good morning, Savannah. Hola, Craig, Carson, and Dylan. Happy <laughs> Mexican Independence Day. And uh, as you mentioned, it's also the Hispanic Heritage Month. And it is a pleasure for me to be here with you and telling you about this. This is a very special recipe, you know. It's called... Um, Tampiqueña, and it reminds me of my grandmother. Oh, mm. oh what so is Tampiqueña? Yeah. Oh, okay, I, I will show you what is Tampiqueña. In order to get a Tampiqueña, you need to start with a beef tenderloin, okay? Yeah. And then I'm going to show you step by step. It's really, really easy, okay? You have a, tam- um, a beef tenderloin, and then what we're going to do is we're going to put it on, a, um, on its side in a cutting board, and we're going to make a small cut. Okay, just like this, probably it's like half an inch. Okay, Okay? and then you you just need to keep on rolling all the way down. Uh What we're looking forward to obtain is, I mean, it's like a big, big strip. Oh, Oh, wow. This way, you will get... And that must be so tender. Look at that. It will will melt in your mouth. It's really, really tender. Mm. Now, this is what we call a tampiqueña, and it was pretty easy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the next step. Let's go to the next step. I'm going to make a marinade, which is also, I mean, it's so easy. It's so easy. You just need three ingredients. I'm going to start with um, avocado oil. But, of course, you can use olive oil or, um, yeah, I'll say either with avocado 
or salt. olive oil. Okay. I'm going to add just a little bit of salt. Mm -hmm. Of salt, sorry. Oregano. I'm using dried oregano, but if mm -hmm. you can um, add <coughs> fresh oregano, oh, it oh, will be better. much, much better. Now, I'm going to go with the black pepper, mm -hmm. and I'm going to use this oil or this flavored oil in order to cover or I mean my wife likes it better with the cauliflower so you can yeah, use the same marinade oh, either oh, for the cauliflower I'll go okay. for the steak. I like avocado or for yeah. the tampicana okay. okay okay this looks good right mm. yes mm. Oh, oh, are you, you going to grill that or what? put it in a pan no, I'm going to grill it. Okay. Of course, it, the grill has to be, like, uh, preheated. Oh, I can hear that. Oh, that's music, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Now, I'm going to add the oil on the other side. That should beat outcast. Hey, yeah, that sound. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that you just cook it, like, for probably two minutes. Not we, more than two minutes. Chef, we've got, about 60, we've got about 60 seconds left. Can you show us the, the other part of the recipe really fast? Sure, really fast. I will go with it. Okay. Um, I will convert the tampicana into strips, mm -hmm. just like this, mm -hmm. and I'm going to use it to make um, synchronizada, which I think will work great for uh, tonight's game, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I'm going to cover it. Make sure to flip it when it's a, a little bit golden. Mm. Is that Let flour or corn? Uh, another knife. These are flour, but you can make it either with flour or corn. Mm. Both will like work. But, uh, yeah, people, I think that will yeah. like it better oh, with the oh, yeah, 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 flour. Yeah, yeah. That looks awesome. Do you put any cheese like on this, that? I'm going to cut it in quarters. Excuse me? Any cheese or no? Yeah. I covered the tortilla with cheese. Oh, when it was melted, then I add the strips. There you go. Oh, yeah. And, Beautiful. of course, Take a bite. Oh. we will add a little bit of guacamole. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chef, oh. Please, take chef. Please, take oh. please take a bite. Please take a bite. Yeah. Oh. I think that Come might be my favorite. Come to the studio next time. Oh. Chef O, gracias. You are the friendliest oh. television chef I've ever seen. Gracias. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Chef O. What a soothing I'm voice. Yeah. I'd watch that Chef O network. 24-7 yeah. <laughs> To check out the full recipe, today.com slash food. Chef O, gracias, gracias. We're back in a moment. This is Today on NBC. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome back, Dylan. Mm. We know that song. It's a Smucker's song. <laughs> right? This song's better. Number 498 right. on the song was great. It came in at number 200. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's spit around those Smucker's jars. We have a lot of birthdays to wish this morning. So first up, a happy 100th birthday to Catherine Venable, a dog lover from Missouri City, Texas. One of her favorite things to do is brag about her grandkids. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Blanche Hurlis of Pine Bluff, Arkansas, is celebrating 104 years. Oh. She loves to play Skippo to keep her mind sharp. It's one of my favorite card games. 
you should oh, teach it to us. us. Yes. Love cards. It'll make you live long, too. Happy 103rd birthday to Robert Johnston, a World War II veteran from Ellensburg, Washington. He served as a sergeant major in the Marines. And of course, we salute you for that for your service, sir. And love that picture, too. Mabel Littles of Bowman, South Carolina, is 101 years old. She enjoys spending time with her kids, her grandkids, and her great-grandkids. Lots to celebrate. Vera Punk is from Arlington, Virginia. This active lady is celebrating 106 years. Wow. You'll catch her out and about shopping with her walker. <laughs> and happy 100th birthday to Ralph Sullivan, a Clemson Tigers alum from Shelby, North Carolina. He says watching Clemson win national championships uh. is his <laughs> secret. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. You won't touch that. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna before and after home redos, and you can DIY on a dime. Well, uh, first it's in your head. It's third in your head. hour, MIA Paper Planes is a great song. And nachos. Tiny dancer by Elton With the TikTok star. But first, this is today on NBC. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.